Welcome to Your Community with Dick Boost. Your Community is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. My guests on Your Community are uh, Tom Henderson and Sam Reed, and they're with the Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance. Uh, Welcome. Well, thank you, Dick. Thank you, Dick. Good to see you. What in the world is the Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance? Well, Sam, why don't you go ahead and you started this up many years ago. Yeah, yes. Uh, Karen Frazier and I helped start it up co-chairing this when we created it. And uh, my incentive was that a Secretary of State, I visited, like most communities in the state of Washington, made a real effort to do it everywhere I went. Had a history museum for that community, and most of them are darn good. They really did a great job. So it was kind of an embarrassment to come back to Olympia and the capital city that has been the capital city since 1853. No history museum. Well, we ended up joining up with the arts. We heard that they had the same sentiment, and uh, so we started up the Arts and Heritage Alliance to get an arts and history museum in Olympia. Well, Tom Henderson is going to add to that, but uh, first I'll have to agree with you, Sam. Any town you go to, even little towns, have museums. South Bend, uh, OMAC has a great history museum. Waterville, I mean, it, it really it, it is really remarkable what some of these communities have done in stepping forward to put that together. Now, I think there are some people in Olympia who say, yeah, but what about that place on the state capitol campus? Uh, isn't, isn't there a museum there? There had been a museum, but it closed in the 90s, and it ended up being more of a state government uh, museum than even the city of Olympia Museum. Yeah, and so uh, Tom Henderson is the uh, current chair of the Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance. Uh, Tom, uh, you know, what's your interest in this? How did you get involved? Well, I, I'm one that loves art. I uh, love going through museums when I visit small towns and communities. I um, really do appreciate knowing about the community, how it was established, a lot of information with regard to the people, their stories, their events that uh, have shaped that community. And I think we need the same thing here. We don't have uh, a way to really experience our uh, history. We don't have uh, an archives facility for the city of Olympia. Uh, we don't have a research area that would provide an opportunity for folks that are interested in, in history to really look at what came before. And uh, that's, that's one of my uh, key issues and key reasons for being part of the Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance. And Dick, I will just add that what we're talking about is from the perspective of people like us who live in Olympia or live in the Olympia area. But also as Secretary of State, I had tourists come in all the time and looking at some of the little displays we had there from every state in the Union, from all around the world. And many of them said, how do I learn about Olympia? Where do I go? And we had no answer. So this is another incentive for us doing this. This is something that's been talked about for years and years and years. I'm a native Olympian, basically. And uh, we were at last you guys were getting something going, and then COVID hit. In fact, Sam, you were uh, with Karen Fraser, and you were the last interview I did before COVID shut down the program for a few years. And it's, it's sort of like stumbling block after stumbling block happens, and a museum never gets built. Tom, you're anxious to answer that well, comment. You know, COVID, COVID did set us back. It was a it was a, a hard time period for 
getting out to the public and getting them in excited and interested in what we were doing. We still did uh, several displays. I think people recognize that in the 1912 uh, historic City Hall Fire Station, in the 48 windows, we put up an exhibit called It's the Water basically showing pictures of Olympia through the time through time uh, some maps some areas that show some of the history of the community uh, some of the uh, tribal influence in, in Olympia and uh, beyond that, display in the windows, we also did uh, um, a lot of digital work. Uh, you could go and take a look at those displays and look at the picture and bring up information, more information about those, those photographs. Um, it, was, it was a great exhibit. We've done this similar things with uh, uh, Our Town, an exhibit we put in the Washington Center. Uh, so as we move forward through COVID, we were able to continue to look at exhibits and look at trying to bring interest to uh, building a museum. This time, nothing's, nothing's going to stop you. <laughs> it's that, going to that, happen. That's right, Dick. And uh, what impressed me was we were basically stopped cold, as you said. The, for one thing, the city council just, poof, their attention went the other direction. But we sent out a letter to a whole bunch of citizens in, in Olympia saying, Trust us, <laughs> we don't have anything here, but we want to have an arts and history museum. I couldn't believe the response we had. We received checks from all kinds of people to help us get going. Plus, as we've moved along, and as Tom said, we've done these displays, we've received grants from City of Olympia, from Thurston County, from uh, private foundations and such. So we've been able to really get it together. And now that we're coming out of it, and getting, I think we're going to be ready to really move forward. As Tom mentioned in passing, the goal we've had from the beginning, really, has been to have this museum in the old... City Hall Fire Station on the corner of Capitol Way and State Street. Um, it's a cl classic historic building, 1912. It was the City Hall, and and uh, we've looked at a lot of buildings, and that one we think would be exactly right for having an arts and history museum in Olympia. So anyway, that's a good location, and, and is it empty now, pretty much? The building is empty now. It has uh, some uh, city... Um, there's storage for the senior senior center next door, so they they put food and other things in some of the rooms that are available there. I, I want to go back to the fact that this is a key intersection in Olympia, and it, it's a perfect place for a museum. I think as you look at it, it it's a hub. It it was, uh, let's say, if you were driving between Seattle and Portland, you had to pass through that intersection. If you were driving from Seattle to Aberdeen, you had to pass through that intersection. It's a key area. It, it uh, gives the connection between the market and the Capitol building, between the waterfront and downtown. It is a perfect location. It can be a starting point for uh, city tours. There are plenty of those available right now, uh, especially through the uh, Evergreen State College and uh, Hidden Olympia. Those tours start right there. It's, it's a hub, and it's a perfect place for a museum. Well, and I, I would mention to your listeners, Dick, that uh, they will see right now displays we put up on the windows outside that building. So uh, we, we suggest that they stop and really take a look at them sometime. This Your Community podcast is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be right back. 
summer is here. Are you ready? Stay cool this summer with AmeriCool, your local independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. They've been serving Southwest Washington for the past 17 years and are there to take care of your heating and cooling needs. Beat the heat. Call 360-273-3300 or visit AmeriCoolOnline.com. Here comes AmeriCool with there when you need us for your heating and air. And now we return to the Your Community Podcast. My guests are uh, Tom Henderson and Sam Reed with the Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance on uh, Your Community. And Okay, you, you, this is going to happen. What's your time frame? What's your dream? Do you hope it happens in the next couple of years, five years? Well, the first thing is to get a commitment from the city that they do absolutely want a museum in this community. That's the first. And we would like to see that happen within the next three to six months. Uh, They have a a request for a proposal that they're putting together at this point to uh, look for a partner or somebody to uh, help them uh, figure out how to to use this facility. I think we have the best idea and uh, we're looking forward to that. It will take time. There's a lot of unknowns with regard to putting that building into service. Uh, It has to be uh, upgraded. Uh, There are some HVAC issues, heating and ventilating. The city wants to convert that from gas to electric. So those types of changes are going to to affect how the building is is, uh, uh, treated. And also the integration between a building and a museum takes a lot of time and takes a lot of money as well. So there will have to be uh, activities to uh, have a capital campaign and work with the city to build budgets in their, in their budget as well. So we're looking for something that's going to take a little time, but it's going to take a lot of effort from the community to make it happen. Where, where is the material right now that would go into a museum? Is it stashed away in boxes in people's houses, or where is that stuff? Well, a, a lot of that material, one of our partners right now is the Olympia Historical so- Society and Bigelow House Museum. A lot of that material is stashed in someone's garage right now because there is no real space to keep that uh, the collections and uh, it, that information available. Uh, we need a good place to archive that right now, and that's one of the things that we want to do is have an archive space, a place where uh, material can be uh, collected and used in research, and we don't have that at this point, and that's something that's really important. Sam, you were eager to say something a moment ago. Well, just that, uh, and, and very importantly, that the city council did hold a workshop and they discussed this building. And out of it, they count pretty strongly that they would like to see a museum in that corner. Now, the question is whether it's what we advocate, and partly, as, as Tom said, partly what the issue is, is the financing of it and whether we could put together the financing and such. But, but what is good is, and the mayor is very enthusiastic, uh, but so that, that we do have indications from the city council that they realize this is important and that that would be a good location for it. Am I overstating that, Tom? Well, no, I, I think that's that's good. But again, there, there's a reality. Money is a big thing. There are a lot of gaps in terms of understanding how everybody will participate in this process. And I think uh, sitting down with the city at some point and making that happen 
is really important. We need to get people within the community, people within the city to sit down together and uh, work through a lot of these unknown issues. Well, and one great example is our next door neighbor, Lacey. <laughs> yes, I was going to mention the their city museum. of Lacey put together a history museum. The mayor, Cheryl, uh, has even makes a joke out of it. He says, Lacey has a history museum, and I'm older than Lacey. So, <laughs> but they are a good example of the city working with the history people to make that happen. So, yeah, how do you make people interested in history? There are some listeners right now, I'm sure, saying, Why do we want to spend money on that? You know, when we got homeless, we've got this, that, and the other thing. Why history? What is important, I think, is for young people in our community to learn about it and have a place to go for, uh, you know, the social studies teachers and such to give the kids from very young age on up this opportunity to learn. But what I've, I have found in my experience over the years is that people overall really do care about what makes this community tick? How, where did we come from? How did this happen? And how does this relate with the tribes? How does it relate with the maritime people and associations and such? And uh, so I think there there is a big desire in our community to make this happen. So, uh, Tom? Well, I would like to just finish to say that a museum can bring together people. It's a place where you can gather and to learn about real people real events and real stories. How do people find out more? They can uh, go online and take a look at Olympia AHA information. Olympia AHA, Olympia Arts and Heritage Alliance, right? Okay. You don't need to give us the exact, uh, nowadays you can Google anything. Yes. Or just Olympia History Museum, maybe. Well, Arts and Heritage Alliance. Arts and, okay. That'll bring it up. A-H-A. Well, Tom Henderson and Sam Reed, thank you so much for uh, getting up early on a Saturday morning to be on Your Community. You've been listening to Your Community with Dick Poost, presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Your Community is produced by Jennifer Mathis. If your business, nonprofit, or civic organization would like to be featured on Your Community, please contact us at 360-943-9937.